Hello, guys. Dr. <laughs> can I open with a quick question? Sure. The, um, we mentioned as a Machlok senior of motion, Rosh Hashanah in terms of you know switching your place with a non-religious Jew for for rotation. Is that does that literally tell some within their broader framework of pikuach nefesh beidocha Shabbos? Is that like consistent with their general well, thinking? Or I a l- part of it. Yeah, the most the greater focus is on Leif Naive. In other words, there's a very fundamental uh, point of departure. Like when you put the non from Jew on, are you doing them a favor or not doing them a favor? So Rav Moshe held we are doing him a favor. He will be over unless if he's on than if he's home. If he's home, he's not in the setting of any kind of chola, he's just doing malachos. But if we get him to the hospital and he's in the setting of, of doing, you know, what people do when they're on call. So the malachas he do, he, he, he certainly is going to do other malachas too. But the, the sum total, Rav Moshe said, will be less. So the, the, the premise of that is that even though he has absolutely no kavana whatsoever to use pikuach nefesh, so he be dochi and he thinks he's just doing his merry way malachos, it still works below kavana, and that was a fundamental difference. Rav Shlomo Zaman did not think that was true. Rav Shlomo Zaman says if you don't have intent to be using pikuach nefesh to be dochi you're just as bad, you know, either way. Uh, and that was really the main gist of the Machlokas. In addition, Rav Shlomo throws in, Rav Shlomo Zalman throws in, you know, it's a schuss for you to do it. If you're doing it right, it is, it is a schuss for you to be, you know, first and foremost, the one that takes care of another Jew who's Bishakana. And Rav, Rav Moshe, who's worried about the Chuya and worried about you got to do everything you can to avoid it, is not so eager. So in that sense, that second Nakuda, I, I brought it in. But the main thing is the first thing. The main thing is the leaf name. I might be mistaken about this. Isn't there implicit Kimar, maybe even Menachos, that says you need to have Kavana to violate for Bikoch Nefesh on Shabbos? Well, yes, yeah, so actually, Rav Shechter addresses this. And because um, the Beis HaLevi is the, that I mentioned to you uh, on, on Chomish goes in this direction also. Um, but the uh, the, the point that Rav Shechter makes, Shlita, is that if you have kavana to do hatsala, that's kavana. In other words, the cases in Menachos and in other Gemaras, like you're talking about the one where he goes fishing, he doesn't, he's trying to catch yeah. fish, but he's yeah. uh, incidental. So that, there you don't have kavana to do any hatsala, bichlau. Mm-hmm. So there you don't get any uh, use of, uh, of Pekoch Nevish. Even though we actually pass in over there, if you have if you have kavana for both, it would work, but it, which is more analogous to what's happening by us. Good. How okay. is he having kavana for both? In, the, in one of the cases in Menachos that comes out of Menachos is he he sees the baby. You know he, he he wants to catch his fish too, but now he also wants to save the baby. So is he is he over on? on Tzad, on Seda, when he's doing this. So it's a machlokis over there. It's like, it gets a little complicated, and then they switch Rava and Abai. Like, you've learned that Gemara. So Halacha Lamaisu comes out of the Mishabura that um, you really, 
you need kavana to do the Maisa Hatzal. If it's just incidental, then it's not going to help you. But if you have kavana to be Matzil, then that's enough to, to make this work. The question is, the, what about a person who doesn't care? You know, that's our issue. You know, I have I have kavana to do Hatzalah, yeah, but I don't care about Shabbos. So is that person benefited by being in the setting of Hatzalah? It's like a, there's a subtle difference between the two scenarios. Thank you. So, Rav Orlean is is coming, is, is always present at these, right? He usually comes in the first few minutes. Sometimes he comes in late. But I guess if so he doesn't, we... maybe I'll give another minute. If he doesn't come, okay. we should probably start. All right. Anyone else while we're waiting have any questions about anything? It could be on even what we didn't do yet. Because I, I, you might have noticed you got a lot of handouts. <laughs> it's obviously very ambitious to think that we're going to get through all that. But We'll do as much as we can. And um, whatever we don't get to, either maybe sometime in the future, or there, I've given these shirim before on, on why you tore up to, to Einstein. You could find it over there. Um, I do it a little differently when I talk to Rabbanim as opposed to when I talk to doctors. There's a different emphasis. That's the only reason um, it's not as good as, you know, now. But... Um, the handouts follow, but it is a you get it with with people that are um, let's say more already holding in at least Shochanarch Mishnebura and Shmir Shabbos and the Chule, you get to do more. So that's what I'm hoping to do with you guys. Um, all right, I think I'm going to start. Let's start. I mean, and I, I appreciate being able to see all your faces. By the way, it makes it much easier. I still can't stand Zoom. No matter how long this pandemic continues, it should be been here care of iron gone. But um, what are we going to do? And this, I understand, has nothing to do with the pandemic. This is the new way they're doing contemporary halacha, right? Is Zoom works. Okay. I, the, the reason I like it in person is there's much more opportunity for interaction. But all right. So that with that, please don't hesitate to interrupt. You know, if... If you're writing little that little chat thing or whatever that thing is called, um, I usually don't notice, but so don't hesitate to like wave your hand or something. <laughs> All right, so let's let's quickly uh, finish up the the previous big quality stuff, and now we're going to do really we're going to try to focus on the nitty gritty on real halacha So I just wanted to finish with something that's a very big deal to anyone going into medicine, and that's why. I want all the Rabbanim in the world to be as familiar as possible with this issue. It's the issue that's really raised by Rav Shechter Shlita is the, the major proponent of the Chumrah in this area that um, any, anyone affiliated with YU you know, needs to be very sensitive to. And that's many, many of the doctors. So, um, and that is the following. What we had spoken about last week was an issue of Let's assume that the only ones in your hospital, you're, you're working in some incredible hospital where it only has, or at least Rove of uh, B'nai Bris, Rove Yisrael. You're in a situation like that. Even in a situation like that, there's a machlokas between Rav Shlomo Zalman and Rav Moshe Feistin, whether you should allow yourself to be on call, because Rav Moshe said, the means avoid it. Avoid needing to use Pekor Nevesh to be Doch And Rosh Hashanah did not feel that way. And he felt that you don't have to avoid it in that sense. 
and it's a mitzvah, mitzvah gedola, with all the nafgaminas that we spoke about. But as in contrast to what we're about to do, what it was about was nothing to do with me creating the doctor, me as the doctor creating the Sakhanas Tafashos. It's incidental to me being on call, but Bikuach Nefesh itself comes Mina Shamayim or from some negligence of some other individual. Today, what we want to focus on is what's an offshoot of what we spoke about second, which is treating a non-B'nai bris on Shabbos. Because treating a non-B'nai bris on Shabbos, you cannot be doche isuri daraisa for that purpose. And the main mainstream, putting aside for now uh, Rav Nachum Rabinovich and Rav Aaron Salavechik and the Rav and Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, who, or the Rav, maybe, maybe not, and Rav Aaron Lichtenstein, who all felt that we could look at contemporary non-Bnei Bris as a Ger Toshav, or the equivalent of a Ger Toshav, not Mamash a Ger Toshav, obviously, but at, with the same uh, bite in terms of this halacha. So then you, the mainstream psak is the only reason we're allowed to be Machal Shabbos for a non-Bnei Bris is solely and exclusively because of Sakaratz Nefashos for the doctor. That was the Chasim Sofer really is literally talking about the doctor himself Better go and, and treat that non-B'nai bris because he's going to be Pesachana if he doesn't. Or Rabbi Moshe Feinstein plays up more the, the Klal Yisrael aspect, you know, especially with modern communication, it's going to go around the world. And, you know, I, I've myself experienced how this could happen. So um, we are creating, when we're on call for non-B'nai bris, we are creating the Sakanas Tafashos that we find ourselves in. And that brings us to a completely different sugya that has nothing to do with Duhuya or previous conversation, but the thing that we did at the very end, which is this Gemara and Shabbos and Avutes, So now I think you have it, if you printed it out, you have it or you have it on your computers, that uh, sugya over there. So what we saw, there were three, there's, there's really like eight shitas in the Rishonim, exactly what's behind this din. The din is clear cut. The din is going to be quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. You're not allowed to go in a Svina, Pachos, Migimuyam, called Shabbos, unless it's the Dvar Mitzvah. And we'll see how we define Dvar Mitzvah very liberally in a moment. But that's the din. Why is that the din? Why can't I go? Am I, do, am I being Machal Shabbos? I'm not being Machal Shabbos Bichlau. It's not even Shabbos, right? It's either Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. It's not Shabbos. So why on earth am I not allowed to go into the boat? So we're going to focus on three sheets, as Rabbi Hananel says, because you're going to end up violating Tchum. And the Rambam and the Rif say no, that can't be it. This is very important. They say, why can't that be it? You're going to tell me there's an issue of actual Chivo Shabbos going outside the Tchum and on the days earlier or L'Tzorach Mitzvah, I can be over there? It can't be, says the Riff, and, and it just can't be. Therefore, we reject Rabbeinu Hanana. It can't be that. You would never get the heter of the older three days, the first three days, or the heter of Tzorach Mitzvah if it's an issue, even of a dinder of tchum. Now, that's uh, causing them to reject it, so instead, what do they come up with? Oneg. It's about Oneg Shabbos. The first, you know, three, it takes about three days to get used to things. So you're going to destroy your Oneg Shabbos, and that's their concern. For this, will be Machalik. The Tzorach Mitzvah, okay, so Oneg apparently is not that significant, that the tzarech, it could be, it's, it's not really like that. It's osik b'mitzvah pater min mitzvah. If I'm osik b'mitzvah, so I'm going to be pater from the mitzvah of oneg. It doesn't mean I could be over in a, a veros. 
I can't be over on Lavin, I can't be over on Tchomen, if it's Yudbe's meal, it's going to be Darais, according to the Rambam in many Rishonim, right? So it can't do that, but Oneg, Osik Mitzvotem So that's their sheet. The Balmor has a very unique sheet, which is going to be the most important for our purposes. And the Balmor says, no, the issue is Masna al Hashabs, which means that you're looking like you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to end up, the Sakanas Tafashas, needing to do Isuri Daraisa, Malachas Daraisa, and even Isuri Darabanan, and that's a problem. To put yourself in a position, right, where even though you're using Puach Nefesh, but you're going to be putting yourself in a position to do that. That's a no-no, says the Baal Moa. Okay. So those are the three sheets. How do we paskin and how does this relate to our Shaila? So if you look at the next page of the handout, if you're looking at the handout, so we see in Reish Memches, the Machabe right away goes with the Rif and the Rambam in the beginning in Halacha Aleph. And there's a very strong chiluk we're going to make between Halacha Aleph and Halacha Dalit. Right? Halacha Aleph, we're talking about a case where a guy goes out on the street. Odds are he's going to be, it's not definitive, but odds are he's going to be Machal Shabbos. He's going to lose Oneg, all those things. He's going to go past the Tchum. So says the Machaber, we're going to go with the Ramam and the Rif. We're worried about Oneg. You could do it if you're there more than three days because you'll get used to things. Or Letzorach Mitzvah. Then the Ramaf throws in at the end, the Afilu B'Makam Shitzarach Yisrael, Lasos Malacha. Who's that? The Baal Ma'or. Already the, the Ramah brings in this Baal Ma'or and he says, not only Onen, but, and he's emphasizing the Kula of the Balmor. You have to realize there's a Chumrah and a Kula. The Chumrah is Toch Gimel Yamim, Lidvar Rishus, I can't go. That's Masnal HaShabbos. I'm going to do a Malacha because of the Kula of But the Kula is that even though you can end up doing a Malacha, you could start as long as you are more than three days. Why? So the Mishnah Burr explains what we've said already. You know, Kodem, three days, Kodem Shabbos is you have to be mindful. It's connected to the upcoming Shabbos. The three days before that is connected to the previous Shabbos. And you don't need to have be mindful. The expectation is not. This din, which most hold, with the very notable exception of Shechter, most Achronim hold is a Durabana on this whole concern of the Balmor, right? The Stipler and many others are very mafurish that this is all Durabana. So they, they say very, very easily, so the Tzorach Mitzvah, we're not going to be concerned. And if it's enough days in advance, we're also not going to be uh, concerned with it. So says the Ramah. So the Psak at the end of the day is, if I am involved in something that's a mitzvah, there's no problem with me even creating the Sagan of on myself. Now, what, what's the connection to residency and non-benebris? Well, Nan B'nei Bris is now in this gather of creating the Salkanas Nefashos myself. I am responsible for the Salkanas Nefashos. If I wasn't treating the Nan B'nei Bris, I wouldn't be the Salkanas. But I created the Salkanas. Am I allowed to agree to do that? So let's start with the extreme case of a hospital that only has Nan B'nei Bris. That's going to be a big problem. Because a hospital that only has Nan B'nei Bris, what's my hetter? So here's where what I said last week could be meaningful to some of you. It's meaningful to me. Uh, and I, I admit that I'm in the mute on this. While I don't go with Rav Aaron Salavichik and Rav Aaron Lichtenstein and Rav Nachum and Rav Benavich to say I could be Machal Shabbos Mamish for a Nambre Bris, 
all the way, but I do feel it's a mitzvah. I do feel to treat non-benebris is a mitzvah based on their psaq. Not enough to be Mechal Shabbos, but over here it's useful because now it won't, I can't do Isri Daraisa and things like that, but what can I do? It's enough of a mitzvah to, get, to deal with this issue, this halacha. So now I'm ta- this is not a this is not the rove shita. This is, I think, a viable shita, the fianius daiti, and it's one that I'm mindful of. Most people do not use this. I'll repeat, unless you're talmidim of Rav Aaron Lichtenstein and those gedolim that I mentioned, but otherwise a lot won't. I don't think Rosh would ever use this. I and we'll see. He's even more machmir. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute, but uh, it's it's out there. I I feel like it's worthy of mention because of the names associated with it. So, but let's say you don't hold that way. You hold that treating a non-B'nai bris is neutral. It's not an, it's not an Isra. An Akum is an Isra. Right? I need eighth. But uh, a, a typical uh, non-B'nai bris who's a good person, who's, who's got a morality, who believes in God, all of that, that type of person, right? So if it's not a mitzvah, it's neutral. What am I going to do, though? I, I'm not allowed to set up a situation where the only reason I'm allowed to treat them is pikuach nefesh. So on what grounds can I treat them? And by the way, I just want to make one more point. If you go to the third page, I, the end of that Ramah, when he describes, you know what Dvar Mitzvah is in this context? And the other reason I feel very comfortable being mekil like those sheet does personally is because the, the definition, even to go to schorah, even for business, is a Dvar Mitzvah. So you're going to tell me to treat a non bris as my job, is less than that, is less than that. It's a, it's Rishos. So, but, you know, it's something you need to talk over with your own poskim. How do they feel about that type of uh, rationale? But, all right, most, I'm telling you, will not go along with it. So most will say, you cannot do that. So what do we do now? So the, the issue is, um, on what grounds could it possibly be mutter? So the obvious answer for halacha alev is well, and this is true in Metzius, it's not true that every time a person's on call, they're necessarily going to be Machal Shabbos. Right? There are some calls where you don't. And it'll be very dependent on what the doctor tells you is the Metzius. If they know Vadai every call, right, that's going to be problematic. But we'll see. Right now we're in the gather of not Vadai, so it'll depend if it's a mitzvah or it's called him shalosh yomim. Now, by the way, when does it count for a resident or a doctor who assumes the responsibility of being on call? When is that? Is that when he signs his contract? Is it when the call schedule is made up? You hear the shayla? It's very, very important. Because if it's, if it's like, you know, when he signs his contract, that's way in advance of any actual call. So most people are going to be machmir on this, most poskim. And they're going to say, we're the only one who really put something in print with Shlomo Zalman writes that when it comes to the guy going on the trip, it's not when you buy your tickets and it's not when you made a decision to go on the trip. What counts when you leave your house in that first forward move to start the trip? That's when it counts. Most people that deal with doctors in this Shiloh will say, it's that Friday when you're agreeing to take call. That's when the clock starts ticking, in which case you cannot use 
the the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday hetter bechlal. The only thing you could depend on is if it's a mitzvah or not. Under those kish, and 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 therefore it's limited to that. What's the other way out of this? The other way out of this is Rav Shlomo Zalman at least writes this, and and I and I think I understood what Rav Shechter felt about this. Rav Shlomo Zalman wrote, "If I have one Jew already there in the hospital, and I'm taking care of him, the shame mitzvah gedola, and then incidentally I'm also taking care of Nam Nebres, I'm covered." Right, everyone understand why? <coughs> it's I my reason for being on call, the choice, the decision to be on call is to treat the Israel. Now, what happened? Incidentally, Mishum Avon and Pikur Nevesh, I am allowed to take care of the non-neighbors. <coughs> Rav Shlomo Zalman said even one is enough for that. One Jew there. You don't need Rove. I think Rav Shechter does not agree with that. And there's a there is actually a shita. That's quoted. I never, I've never seen who it is that says this. All you need is the potential, right? The potential. You don't even need the actual. Duty. That's a very big clue. Tovia. Tovia. Yeah. Sorry. Would you need a minimum amount of of? Um, I mean, according to Shlomo Zaman, not according to the other opinion, we need a minimum amount of stuff you did with them. Because, then, for example, let's say there's one Jew in the hospital, you may not be assigned to that room. Would you be able just to go in and just check the machines once? That's an interesting question. I think it more relates to this. You have to be assigned to him. In other words, the reason we go back to why, where's the Masna al Hashabas? Why am I accepting this call? Am I accepting it because I know I'm going to create Pikuach Nevesh and then Bidochi Surim? That's awesome. Or am I accepting it because I want to take care of this Jew? If I'm accepting it because I want to take care of the Jew, that's mutter. That's how it works. So it doesn't matter if I've done anything. I just have to be concerned, and the reason for the call is that. That's how Rav Shlomo Zalman puts it. Leo. Yeah, is that to say, just to clarify, is that to say that like you're being Doka Shabbos to the whole Shabbos? Or like when does that Dechia end also? Meaning even like for non-Bnei Bris. Well, so no, it's once, it's always there. It's, it never ends. In other words, once, once I'm on, and I'm, it's, it was mutter for me to take the call. Now that I'm able to take the call, so whatever comes my way, any non-Bnei Bris that comes my way is covered for the whole Shabbos. For Friday night, Shabbos, like let's say you go home Friday night. like Completely, because the, no, the potential Easter is taking place prior to Shabbos. It was the agreement to take that call. And I'm putting myself in that position. We ask, doctor, why are you putting yourself in that position? If I say, well, because there's a Yisrael over there, and I'm taking care of him. He's my patient. I'm good to go now, whatever happens. All right. So this was the easy part. Oh, sorry, Brian. Yeah, it's a good question. Is the Pshan the Balamor, is that it's Xera of Maris Ayan, or is it an, it's just a din? You're not allowed. It, it's, it's like, a, it's like being the Vaza. It's, being a, it's a Bizayon to Shabbos. Oh, okay. It's a Masnala Shabbos. Oh, it's not oh, that important. I could just like willy nilly have Pikuach Nevesh come in and, and even create my own Pikuach Nevesh. It's, a, it's, it's that type of din. It's, and it's, it's, like, it's like a Maris Ayan flavor to it. Yes. All right. So the problem is, if you look at the next page, um, is there's a very famous Balamor that seems to contradict this and starts a major difficulty. 
And, and this becomes something that Rav Shechter Shlita really finds very significant. And we'll have to see what other poskim say. The, uh, there is this, this famous case of the, the uh, where they, they held that for Brismila, you needed, it's not necessarily contemporary medicine, but back in the day, it was understood, just like Metzitzah's changed a little, according to some in contemporary medicine, so has this, which is, do we need to wash the baby in hot water before and after? So it doesn't matter what we think today, certainly Medina de Gemara, they, they thought they were concerned with it. So the, the question is, let's say the bris uh, took place and the water spilled. Ah, pashut. So kind of shows, warm up more water. That's a davra pashut, right? The bris was done already. We got a baby who had a bris mila, is now bisakana, if we don't get the hot water going. So that's mutu l'chuliyam. But what if we didn't do the bris yet? And the water spilled that was being saved for after, before the bris takes place. Can I do the bris? So famous machlok. Yes, the Ramban says, you, you don't have to worry about it. You do your mitzvah. What will be, will be. And the Balmor disagrees. And the Balmor says, no, you can't do that. The, the bris is nidcha. The bris will take place after Shabbos. So wait a second, cutting right to the chase. What's the problem? Well, you can't create pikuach nefesh and then bidoche yisurim by you creating your own setting of pikuach nefesh. But I thought you said, Balmor, that it's mutter b'mako mitzvah. Isn't this a mitzvah to do a bris milah? It's a fantastic mitzvah. So there's a stira, right? What's going on here? So there are several solutions. The ones that are, we'll just look at the two that are most nogeya to us. The two that are nogeya to us is the two stadim for the way we're going to handle moving forward. According to the Magan Avram, and uh, uh, what seems like a very um, poshut but very damaging lachumra kind of chiluk, and if this is what the Baumar meant, we're in big trouble. You'll see what I mean in a minute. It's a vadai. Uh, not vadai chiluk. When it comes to the case of mafligin besvina, that's uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe the, you'll you'll come to do malachim yishum pikuach nefesh. Maybe you'll smooth sailing, and there won't be any problems. But by the brismila, it's a vadai. So when does the balmor say you can use a mitzvah to get out of this problem? When it's only a suffix that it'll happen. But when it's a vadai, forget it. Even the Balmor will say, even Mako Mitzvah, no, no doing. If that's true, we just lost our whole heter from previously, right? Now, just to let you know, many Yachronim say otherwise, and the Nitziv, the Stipler of Salvechik, they all learned the Chiluk in, the, in this uh, Balmor differently. Can anyone think quickly, a quick quiz? Anyone think of another Chiluk other than Badai and Safik? What's another Chiluk? Because Nefesh versus Milan? Sorry. Uh... No, both I think it has to be whether it's immediate or delayed, if I remember my halacha well. If the sakana is going to come up immediately, or it's going to be way down the road. See, that's that's like the vadai suffer oh. kind of chilom. That's like similar to that. So it's a good thought, but it, it it's more like the immediate is vadai, and the one that's down the road is, is potentially not even going to happen bichlam. 
Like it's the same. That's that's pretty much that chiluk. But I hear what you're saying. It could it could be that it's going to definitely happen in both, but one with delay and one not. But then you'd have to come up with a svara. Why be mechalik? The one that the rav says, the stipler says, the tip says, and other achronim is uh, one's taking place on Shabbos and one's taking place before Shabbos. If that chiluk is correct, we're good, we're good to go. The only one you understand that because we're taking place before Shabbos as, in terms of the decision to be on call. All right, so now, how do we paskin though? How do we paskin in this kind of case of avada? Right, according to the Magen of Ram, according to that approach, if you are bevadai going to be creating sakanas nefashas and have to be dochi surim, even the Balmor would say mitzvah is not going to help you. But if it goes like those other achronim, then even b'makom vandai, you're still good to go. So which way do we paskin? You could still use a mitzvah, even b'makom vandai. Why is this important? Because uh, a lot of people view call that way. I don't. <laughs> and I've been on call hundreds and hundreds of times. And Baruch Hashem, many Shabbosos, I, I didn't have to do anything. So it could be different if you're like a surgeon and, you know, here's where the pratim will be very important, right? Most of the time I felt I was not in a vada. When I was a fellow, which was a training cardiologist, I was bevada. Now as an attending, you know, they do all the work. The house staff does all the work. You got you to know the metzias. So I'm like, you know, sitting pretty. But um, so that metzias aside, how do we paskin anyway? So if you look at halachadalad, which is, this is the halacha of Vadai. Hayotzin b'shayr b'midvar v'akol yodin shem tzrichim l'chal Shabbos. Everybody knows in this scenario, you're going out on a trip. Vadai, there's going to be chil Shabbos. So what's the din there? So if you look at the Machaber, the Ramah, the Ramah has no comments, but the Machaber says, no different. The Machaber seems to be going uh, with the heter of the Baal Ma'or, even b'makom Vadai, because he's going to say, Ha'ola l'Eretz Yisrael. What a big mitzvah that is. Hint, hint, guys. Right? Ha'ola l'Eretz Yisrael is going to be able to go in the Shira and the Midbar. Even though Vada is going to need Pekul Nevesh to be Docha, but if you're involved in a mitzvah, that heter's there again. So apparently the Balmor's heter makes it through the Machaber. However, who starts to make trouble? The Chavetz Chaim. The Mishnah Baru. The Mishnah Baru says, wait a second. And he quotes certain very important Rishonim, the Harib and Lev, the Radvaz, who they say, no, no, no. When is it true that, that the Balmor is Mekil? Only the Makom Safik. If it's a Vadai, you lose. If it's a Vadai, you can't use Tzarech Mitzvah. And this becomes the big issue. And this is what the Tzarech Shechter will quote, is one of the problems with doing a non-Chomish Shabbos residency. Because if you do a non-Chomish Shabbos residency, you're going to end up being on call with non-Bnei And especially if you don't hold by that Kula of Rav Shlomo Zalman, who allows one Yisrael is enough. I think we're, if I'm, I can't speak for Rav Shechta, obviously, but my understanding of what he's writing in Ikhli Atzon is he, he'd need Rov. He'd need Rov Yisrael to justify. That's a very important Talach Lamaisa detail if you're going to pass in like Rav Shechta. Now, what do the other poskim say? Do they go with this Chumrah of the Mishnah Burr? Now, the Mishnah Burr is, is going the Chumrah. Uh, the Magen Avram is the Chumrah. They're quoting the Radvaz and the, the Rebin Leib. But many others don't. The Machaber is not going the Chumrah. And the uh, uh, if you look, 
a lot of the Achronim will discuss, is this din a din daraisa durabam? If you hold it to the durabam, which almost all of them do, with the notable exception of Rav Shechter, Shlita, we'll see in a minute, he has a very creative, different take on it. But Rav Moshe Feinstein calls it the Feirish Adurabanan. Rav Shlomo Zalman calls it a Adurabanan. The Tzitzeliezer calls it a Adurabanan. Based on that, both Rav Shlomo Zalman and the Tzitzeliezer are makil in this area. They find room. They say like this. If it's a thousand percent, this is Rav Shlomo Zalman, if it's a thousand percent vadai, 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 right? Which I think it rarely is. He will be machmir also. But if even it's a suffix karov almost always you're going to have to do it. He still finds room to be mekel. He still finds room to be mekel. And definitely mekel if you have a single Yisrael, right? That's all you need. But he's even mekel lagabe this vadai case that tzorch mitzvah is good enough. And again, if you hold that treating nambe bris, it's tzorch mitzvah. Right? When does this really become an issue when you know there's not going to be any Yisrael there? You're out in the, you know, there's certain like very good training that takes place in middle America, in Southern America, in places where there's very, very little chance there's going to be a Bnei Bris there. Or even closer to home, there's certain hospitals where rarely do you see a Bnei Bris, certain like inner city hospitals where it's not going to be any Bnei Yisrael there, but that's part of your training. What is a person to do? So Rav Shechter would say it's also for them to, to take those calls. They can't do that residency. But there is room within this kula of uh, either it's going to be it's just a Savi Karam Levadai, it's only a Dinder Abanan, and the Tzitzelazer says similarly, and he's Mekil as well, and, and says that you have to differentiate the Raya that was brought by these Achronim. What was the Raya these Achronim brought? The Mishnabura the, and the Reben Leib and the Radaz, those that we shown him. The Raya they said is the rejection of the riff of Rabbein Achananel. He says, you can't have a split of mitzvah and a split of days to be mechal Shabbos. You can't do that if you're bevaday going to be mechal Shabbos. But the Tzitzelezer points out that's very different than what we're talking about. We're not talking about direct chilo Shabbos. We're talking about chilo Shabbos in the setting of a sakana. And that's pikuach nevesh. And that's a whole different discussion. So therefore the Tzitzelezer comes out l'kula also. Uh, on the last page of this first handout, and we'll end with this, I show you Rav, Rav, Rav Shechter is Mahmir. He says, first of all, this din is a din daraisa. It's a din daraisa. He says, it's comparable to being mevatel iser lechatchila. And ain't mevatel iser lechatchila. And in a case of yavesh beyavesh, right, he compares it to yavesh beyavesh. He brings in Yeradeya. Right, this is very, very stark, uh, you know, Rav Shechter, Shlita style. You know, he's, he's bringing in there is no real direct Gemara that discusses this din so directly, the din of the Balmor, and the din of if you're Vada going to be in a putting yourself in a place of Pikuach Nefesh, right? Are you allowed to be Pitzarach Mitzvah allowed to do that? So Rav Shechter felt not because it's a it's an Isser Daraisa that we're doing. An Isser Daraisa is not going to be just knocked off the, the Tzarech Mitzvah. So, and the reason it's a Daraisa because he says, that just like by Yavish, by Yavish, it's not Batal, the Gamre. The Yavish is still there. It'll be Batal Pidin, but not Batal and Metzios. With lots of Nafkaminas, I, I don't want to get into your day right now. But if if that analogy is correct, then this din of being Mavatel Shabbos, Mishum Pigol Nevesh, is also like Yavish, by Yavish, and also will be in Isra Daraisa, leading Rav Shechter to feel very much the Chumrah on the issue. Okay, so that's that. 
any questions on it? That's the last Klali thing we're going to do. Now we're going to get back to really only halacha lamaisa. I'm going to try to give you background so it helps retain it and understand it. But now we're going to get to really nitty gritty. The next handout is relating to returning from Hatzalah. Returning from Hatzalah. If I, I ask all of you, I just want to see what everyone's background is. So let's say um, I'm on call. I'm a doctor and I need to get into the hospital. Somebody emergency, someone's having a heart attack. I'm the cardiologist who's going to do the cath. I'm going to save his life. Am I allowed to drive in? Anyone have any doubts? Of course I'm allowed to drive in. I can do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter. I got to save this life. Okay. Baruch Hashem, I saved his life. Now what do I do? It's Friday night. I want to go home. May I? That's one scenario. All right, well, let's, start, let's just start with that. And we'll play it simple, and then we'll work our way to the more complicated cases. Does anyone have an answer? You're, you're the Rav. I'm the doctor. I come to you. No. Guys, tell me what to do. Am I stuck? So there is a sugya called Hatirasofan Bishum Tchilasa. Right? Anyone who's learned Murandetza, they're familiar with it. Right? It's on the first page of the handout over there. Hatirasofan Bishum Tchilasa. Statement of Ula that there are three cases. All of them, without, I'm not going to go into that Gemara, obviously, with all you guys, but it's it's Kedai to learn as much Gemara as you possibly can, right? But those those three cases, what they have in common is they involve Isuri the Rabbanon that are Nidche because of this principle of So, for example, I'll give you one of the examples the Chanuyos, right? Chanuyos were these like cabinets that had stuff, spices and foods that they needed for Yom Kippur. So there is an Isidur Abanon of Bona. It's not Ein Binyan Mestira Bekelem, but there's an Isidur Abanon to open this thing, right? Take my word for it. So Beis Hillel says, Mishum Simchus Yantiv, we're going to allow you to open it. We'll allow you. Okay. Beis happens to be Machmer on that, whatever reason. But Mishum Simchus Yantiv. Okay, now I opened it. And we had our Simcha. Am I allowed to close it? Well, why do you want to close it? Is that going to enhance your simplest yantav? No. So why should you be allowed to? Well, I don't want them to get ruined, whatever. I don't want them stolen. So so what? What's your head there? I, I, I appreciate your concern, but is that's not the head there. So what's the head there? To yourself and Shumtrilasan. We're so concerned that people should have simplest yantav. If we don't let them close it, they're not going to open it. Motor. And other examples, I don't have to go into all of them, but they're all the same basic principle. We're going to be matur, this dindaramanon, right? Even though we don't have an actual heter, other than the principle itself, but we're going to say it to yourself in Mishim Okay, that's Gemara number one. Gemara number two is Gemara Rosh Hashanah on the bottom there, which is a famous story of um, the Misa that happened that, you know, by Kiddush HaChodesh, we want as many Aden to come, Right, so um, and and we never want to take a chance that there won't be Aden there. So it happened that forty Aden came. It was a very obvious moon, and and tons of tons of Aden were coming. So Rabbi Akiva said, "Oh, why do we need all this Chilul Shabbos? Right, they're all going to be Machal Shabbos outside. They're Chutchum and all sorts of Chilul Shabbos. We're going to stop them from going. We don't need all forty of you. We got enough. Even the Sanhedrin themselves saw it. It was so obvious. That's the Baalil, right?" So comes along 
the Rabban Gamliel, and he says, if you if you hold them up here, Rabbi Akiva, then you're going to mess them up for the future. They won't want to come. This is different than Atiris Ovin Bishop Tchilasam. This is a, an, another principle, very closely related, but, but somewhat different. How's it different? Two possibilities. One is the 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 sugi of hitirus and beitzo was pure derabanot. Here, I don't know. It could be daraisas that he's letting them do. Maybe they're doing hotza. Who knows what they're doing? Maybe they're doing yudbeis meal. Whatever it is, that's one big difference that's potentially there. And the other big difference is by hitirus It could be, as somebody will argue when we get there, that you need the heter on the initial iser to trigger the sofan. If you don't have the trila, you don't have the sofan. That's a tira sofan v'shem trila sofan. I'm matir simplisiyantiv, to open, therefore I can also be matir closing because it's part of that same heter. Something like that. But on the case of Rabbi Akiba, it wasn't like that. There wasn't a tira sofan v'shem trila sofan. It was just mutter. I don't have a trila that's matir the sofan. It's this general concern of Shema Yachshilim L'Asid Lava. It's a very subtle but different uh, type of halacha that will have an afkamid. All right. Now, in the meantime, so I have these two Eterim. I don't know what to do with them. And I don't know how they relate to the whole doctor thing. Where does it come into play? So it comes into play on the next page in the handout, which is a sugya in Rosh Hashanah to begin with, right? So the, the Mishnah describes... Uh, this is a, you guys are, are going to be Rabbanim, so here's a very important mission for you, based on my own personal experience. Uh, I'll tell you why. It says over here, All the Edom used to go to this Beis Yazik, where they used to party there. They used to get food. Why? Because they wanted to encourage people to come. So I, I, I used to give a shir in Tinek on Tuesday nights. I'll never forget this. It was on Orachayim. It had nothing to do with doctors. It was just about Orachayim. And I, I thought it was a, like a very important shear. Like it was bread and butter, Yarach So I, I was like pushing it and pushing it on the on everybody. And so we had like 12 guys consistently. So one of the guys says to me, you want more guys to come? I said, yeah, I think this is really important stuff. He says, supper, give supper. We tripled or quadrupled in size. So I'm maybe in the oven, take it with you. All right, so that's, and and first I was insulted, right? Oh, you know, the Torah is not good enough. Then I saw the Mishnah, I said, all right, you know, is a good precedent. Anyway, so what, what happens over here? The Mishnah adds on something. This is very, very important. So there was a certain din of Tchomen, right? Everyone knows the din of Tchomen. If you go outside the Tchom, even Ba'anos, you have a penalty, Knas. The Knas is, if you've gone outside your Tchom, that's it. So if that was it, then these guys are not going to be happy, right? Edim are not going to come. So it comes along um, Rav Gamliel Hazakeh, and it said, guess what? We'll give you Alpayamama. Dispensation. I'll, you don't have to go by the class of Dalit Amos. You can get Alpayamama, like a regular Shvisa. You get that. Okay, so why? So to encourage people to come. Then the Mishnah says, And not only the Edim coming for Kiddush HaChodesh, this dispensation is for a couple of other categories of people. 
a midwife who's coming to deliver a baby. Someone who's coming to save fellow Jews from some calamity. The pastus of the Mishnah is that the heter here is, is uniform. Everybody gets alpayim ama, whether you're coming to Kiddush HaChodesh, whether you're coming to deliver a baby, whether you're coming to go to the hospital, you get alpayim ama. Okay. Where does it get really interesting? In the next stop, in the sugya in Erevin. Suddenly in Erevin, where they're discussing this sugya, there's like what seems to be a stira. So the Mishnah Erevin says, Misha Yatsebirshus, who's that referring to? Rashi tells you all the people we were just talking about, the, the Aden and the, the midwife and the Matzilin, all those people, they are allowed, they went out Birshus on Shabbos. The Amrulok Farnasemaisa, and then we say to them, guess what? You're not needed anymore. The baby was born, the people were saved, everything happened, the fire was put out. We got word you don't need to go there. Oh, but wait a second, I'm outside my tchum. Am I stuck in my Dalad Amos? What's the din? So the Mishnah says, what would you expect it to say? Like in the previous Mishnah Rosh Hashanah, Al Payamama, like that heter. So that part is good. But then the Mishnah says in the last line, Kol Anyone who goes out gets to go all the way home. All right. So this is an obvious steer in this Mishnah, which the Gemara itself will jump into. Right? What's the posher way out of this, which the Gemara itself suggests? Perhaps the, the Alpayim Amma are for the people that are not saving lives and putting themselves, you know, at risk and saving lives. That's just the Eidun or, you know, th- that type of thing. But the people going out to save lives, we're going to give them more, right? The problem is, the Gemara says, it's not that simple. Because these very people are Beferish, said to have Alpayim Amma. So you can't get out of it that way. The, the, they, in the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, it says, for the Matzilin, also Alpayim Amma. So don't try to trick me. I know that Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara says, all right, back to the drawing board. And it gives two answers, two ways out of this. How could it be that the Yotzin Lahatzil have Alpayim Amma and at the same time get to go all the way home? So the first answer is reviewed by Marav. Rabbi Yudha Rav says like this. He says that what does it mean that they can go all the way it doesn't really mean it's Alpayim Amma but they get to carry their weapons back. Whoa. So we're going to stick to the Tchum but we get to do Hotzah? How could that be? So the answer is what's the Pashat Pshat? Maisu Shahaya that they came and they put their weapons down and the Oyev came after them and they ran quickly into the house to get their weapons. They ended up killing more of themselves than the, than the Oyev did. So Mishum Sakanis the Fashos, that's Pashib Shat, we're going to let them take their weapons. Okay, that's one answer. The second answer is Rav Nachum And he says, no. One of the scenarios is talking about Shinitzchu Yisroel. As umos haolam, and the other scenario is when the lo aleinu umos haolam nitzchu yisrael. How does that work, right? 
which one do I get Alpayim Amma? And which one do I get to go all the way home and be over on Daraisis? So what would you say? Like Rashi, Pashup Shad. What's Pashup Shad? The Pashup Shad is, if Nitzchu Umos HaOlam, Chas Shalom, so we're B'Sakana, Sakana Stavashos. Therefore, Mishum Sakana Stavashos, take your weapons and go all the way home where it's safe. But if Nitzchu Yisrael, you're safe. There's no need for you to be Mechal Shabbos, and you don't. That's Pashup Shad, right? So how does this help? According to this sugya, contemporary doctor, what is he allowed to do after he goes in to save a life? Now he saved the life. According to the Pashup Shad of this sugya, what would you say? What does he got? What heter does he have? Alpayamama. That's the Pashtus, right? Because the doctor is not Bisakana himself going home, right? He unless he did a bad job, I don't know, you know, and sometimes you hear these horror stories, but we're gonna assume it's not that, right? So the Pashup Shad here is the only dispensation given to someone who is Yotzel Lahatsil is he can not be subject to the class of Baanamos and he gets Al More than that, he doesn't get. Okay, so that's Pashup Shad. Have you seen doctors go home? I don't know if you guys have seen it. Hopefully not, because hopefully they're discreet. But I know who's doing what. So I remember when I first was learning the sugya when it was Nogea to me. And I'm like looking at some of my uh, older colleagues, doctors, and I'm saying, ooh, he's driving home. That's a daraisa. How's he doing that? And um, there has to be a way. I was going to be Malam on them. You know, they're not Avaryanim. What's going on? How do we get from this to that? So it is a major, major machlokus haposkim. How to really come out of this sugi. So the, the way out are there are two Rishonim that seem to imply something. If I asked you, Limkoman, that din, which we paskin like, right? In the case of Nitzchu Umosa Olam, Limkoma, what is the operative matir? For me to go home, be carrying and be over under ISIS. What is it? Sakana. Sakana Snafajos. Right. If you look at Tosfos, and I'm going to have to do this outside because we're really running slow again. If you look at Tosfos and the Rashba and the Sugya, that's not what they say. They say what is allowing, allowing, closing them common. And I suggest, you know, if you ever want to learn a great Sugya, this is it. Both Tosfos on Amud Aleph of that of that uh, sugya and the Rashba, they say it's hatiru sofan mishum trilasan. That's what's operating. Hatiru sofan mishum trilasan. You want to know why chosin lim koman? Hatiru sofan mishum trilasan, which means what? Which means we don't want you hesitating. You have a hatzola, just like we didn't want the edus achodesh edim. We don't want anyone holding back. We want you to go. If you know that you're going to be potentially stuck somewhere, we're not just going to give you Ma'opayim Amma. We're going to let you go home. And even Al Yidei Daraisas, Pashib Shad in the Rashba and in the Balitosas. Most other Rishonim do not agree with this. And for that reason, most Achronim don't agree with it. So let's, if you if you skip ahead, I'm going to skip by the Rambam. We don't have time for the Rambam, but there, it's a great, it's a great Ian Sugya. It's great Torah, but we just don't. Let's get to Allah so I'm going all the way to the end of this handout. 
and I'm going to do this outside. There are three shitos out there. Shita number one is Ratzi Pesach Frank. He learns this sugya 100% kipshuto. Not like the Rashba and not like the Balitosos. He says the only thing that a doctor can do, and this is how he paskin. Someone asked the Mishaila. He was very funny. Someone asked the Mishaila. They had gone out for Sakanas Dafashos and they drove their car back and then they turned it off. So the, the, the Shoel was saying, hey, uh, Ratzi, was it okay for them to turn off their car? So Ratzi says, what are you asking me about that? That's nothing. That's a Durabana, turn off their car is nothing. How was he able to drive his car and do all those Daraisas? He had to stay. And that's how he paskins. But Tzipas refrains, the only dispensation to a doctor, Tchum. Pashib Shat in those Sugyas. Comes along with Shomel Zalman. Well, actually, I should say, comes along with the Chasim Sofer. And the Chasim Sofer dealt with this too. And the Chasim Sofer said, no, you could do Amir Lenachri, you could take a taxi. Obviously, I don't know if there were taxis in the times of the Chasim Sofer. But you can have a guy drive your little wagon. You can do Amir Lenachri. That's more than Tchum. A long, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Svara behind it in a minute, because it's worth knowing that. Even though it's not Lamaisa, to understand this type of heter, we need, to, we need to say something. But we'll get to it in a second. Comes along with Shomel Zalman. He says the Pashib Shat. Now, this is one of the most beautiful chuvos. It's, uh, it's in Mincha um, Shlomo Ches. And what you see is what Gedolim are like. I, I just want to say this little side thing. Uh, he felt we're, that, you know, we're about to. Actually, before I do Rav Shlomo Zalman, let's do Rav Moshe, and you'll understand what I was about to say. Rav Moshe Feinstein learns the sugya like Tosfos and the Rashba. So we're not going to say he came up out of nowhere, but he is Matir Daraisis. And anyone who's a real Talmud, this is what I always tell doctors that talk to me about this, I go, look, this heter agree, this, this heter exists. You could drive home. Hetero Sofenishim Tchilasan, even Ad Kidei Daraisis. But just know that you really should only do this if you're a real Talmud of Ramosha and you follow all his chumas. Because he's the Das Yachid on this. He's the only one who says you can actually go home with Daraisis. But he really says it. How does he say it? How has he learned this Gemara? How could he possibly say it? The only thing that was Matthew Daraisis was Sakanas Nafashos. So he has an incredible pshat. He learns the opposite of Rashi. Right? What licenses him to do this is the Rashba and the Bali Tosfos. They seem to say the matir is a tier of sofa mishum So how does that work at the end when when it's you know kan shenitzchu umos haolam kan shenitzchu yisrael? How does he fit that in? That sounds like it's about sakana. So he says no, that's not what it's about. It's it's the opposite of where you place them before. If nitzchu yisrael, you know what that means? It means that not that in this battle nitzchu yisrael. It means that we have the upper hand in general. It means that the world is safe for Jews. And a guy who's going to be called out to save these people is in the majority. And he feels like it's not going to be such a big deal. I'm going to go, one, two, three, and go home. That person does not need any dispensation, right? You know, I mean, that person only goes when it's that easy. So he's the guy who needs the head there. But if it's Nitzchuk Umas Olam, that means times are tough. The the Goyim are the the Umosa Olam are in control. This is going to be scary. This is going to be a long, arduous journey. And he went anyway. That guy doesn't need any dispensations. That guy I'm not worried about. That's Pshat what Moshe gives in this Gemara. What does that Lamaisa tell us? It tells us that the entire impetus now is the Tirasom Shum Tchilasan, 
as well. And Rav Moshe will say that is what's operative, and we're going to talk what this means in many different cases. That's what's operative in the hetter. So, for example, um, if I'm on call at home, my mind is working, what's going to be, should I go in or not go in? I get a call. You know, there's something happening to a patient. Should I go in or not? Rav Moshe is worried he's going to play on my mind if I get stuck there for Shabbos. So he, he says, to, to eliminate that, don't worry about it. We'll let you go drive home. Tovia. What do you do, for example, in America, the non-Jews are in control, so you could easily say that. But what, what would you do in Eretz Yisrael, where staying in Hadassah or any of those hospitals, you know, it's not the end of the world. We're going to say a lot different. You'll see. Enachinam. Enachinam. You're the second person to try to throw a sociological explanation. Uh, no offense. I mean, like, there is actually a halachic difference. That, that uh, it's interesting. Look, um, you understand what I mean by sociological explanation for the difference in the psalm I'm about to tell you about? You're giving one. You're saying, well, the Metzius is different in America, the is different in, in Eretz Yisrael. It, it does have meaning, but not for the psalm. The Gedolim are not paskating by the Metzius. They're paskating by the Makoros. So Rav Moshe learned the Makoros the way I just said. Rav Shlomo Zalman said that's not, and here's where he comes in with this beautiful tshuva. He writes on the bottom of the tshuva, I asked Rishus from Rav Moshe Feinstein to write this tshuva, and I showed it to him before I printed it. Because it's so scathing. You know, he doesn't like the pshat Rav Moshe gave at all. And he comes in, you know, really harif in the way he describes the sugya and how it's not like what Rav Moshe is saying. And Rav Moshe, of course, the anav, said, of course you can. So it's just a beautiful display of two gedolim. That's why I had to mention. Anyway, if you look up the tshuva, you'll see it. So in the meantime, Rav Shlomo Zaman says, the pshat's like Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank. And the only reason I'm going to go beyond Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank and give more than tchom is because kfar horazakin b'chasim sofer. Since the Chazim Sofer gave us a mirror on Achring, Farho Rezakin, I don't really think fundamentally it's true, but I'm not going to go against the Chazim Sofer. So Lemaiser of Somozaman Paskins, Amir al and no more. The only exception would be if, a, let's say, there's a doctor who sometimes happens, he needs his car again, and he knows he's going to need his car again, right? He gets to have his car again. But otherwise, no. Otherwise, and this is what I, whenever I went in, I used Amir al you know, because. Um, th- that is really the mainstream hetter. Rav, Rav, Rav Moshe Feinstein's a big chidush, big big chidush. Now, it, it gets even more interesting because there's a lot of scenarios. I just gave you the simplest scenario, and we haven't heard from Rav Shachter yet. We're going to see Rav Shachter has a take on this that um, I I was glad I asked other poskim before I, I heard of it <laughs> because uh, it's a big if you ask me as a doctor, when is the most common time I get into trouble with this scenario? So I'll tell you, the most common time is I did a Shomer Shabbos residency, which means I officially did not have to work on Shabbos. Baruch Hashem. One day I'm in the uh, emergency room and I'm like the, the house doctor, which means I'm in charge of all the cases that come in in pediatrics for the hospital. So it's an early winter Shabbos and I'm so happy I'm getting out of there because I have my Shabbos program. 
as I'm walking out the door, these parents come in holding a, like a three-year-old girl who's in anaphylaxis, which means mamish sakonistafashis. My replacement had to come early because I'm in a Shabbos program. That's the, that's the din. And I could just keep going if I wanted to, if I was a horrible human being. But since I don't want to be a horrible human being, I stayed. Now, when I stayed, it weighed on my mind. Well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> you know, here I am. I'd never been on Shabbos in my life yet. I, I wasn't even holding in these. I don't even know how well I was holding in all the sugyas. All I knew was Shabbos was weighing heavily on my decision. And this is what the, the most common scenario for everybody involved in medicine is Friday, winter Fridays in America, where you're constantly having this Nisayan, right? Call from home, for sure you have this Nisayan. Fridays is a biggie. Why am I making such a big deal about Fridays? Because you would think the Pashat Pshat is, if you hold like either of Shlomo Zalman, Hittir and you can go home on Miral and Alfred. Or like Rav Moshe Feinstein, you could even do the Raisas. The mat here is this principle of and the worry that it's going to make me make the wrong decision and not save the life. So that's true on Friday as much as it's true on Shabbos itself. It's true Arab Shabbos. No, isn't the same cheshbon in my mind? Comes along Rav, Rav Shechter and he says, it doesn't work on Arab Shabbos. Why not? So if you if you I want you to see it inside on page at the end of this handout if you I don't know if you have it handy or not so I'll read it to you he says that uh, he quotes that the uh, first of all he goes against Rav Moshe he also holds like Rishlomo Zaman Shachtar goes against that uh, Darais idea altogether it's only true for the Rabbanon Zamil and Achri and then he says b'shabes. Dafka if the Tchila is also on Shabbos. It's, you know, it's as though that you need the matir of the Tchila B'Shabbos to allow the soap. But, um, number one, many other poskim do not agree with this. Other poskim say the, the Svara applies, number one. And again, I'm telling you, it is the most oft uh, type of situation. Even people that were lucky to do Shomer Shabbos residencies have to deal with this. And it, it is, it's Maisim B'chol Yom that you got to deal with this Friday issue. So I, I, I think that someone who, who uh, will ask Rav Shechter the Shiloh will get this answer. He's going to tell you Friday that it's Aser. But I think other poskim, I will say, feel differently. I say Lechem Rav and find out what you should be poskining for people. The other two areas where Rav, Rav Shechter is Machmir are also ones where I want to just discuss the Metzius a little. They, they are fundamentally true, but the Metzius in real life medicine is a little different. They are the following. Let's say you're, you went in for a non-bine bliss. So Rav, Rav, Rav Shechter quoting, I forgot who he quotes for this. I always remember B'Shem Rav, Rav Shechter, but he quotes uh, the Chasim Sofer maybe, that, well, if you go in for Yisrael, you can use the Heter to yourself right? Because we want to motivate you to come in. But if you go in for a non-bine bliss, why are you going in? Oh. Whose Sakhanis Tafashas is it? It's your Sakhanis Tafashas. You're going to hesitate on that? It, that's what the Chasim Sofer says. Now, the Chasim Sofer, you remind you, is talking about in his time, in his place, where Mamish, it's Sakhanis Tafashas for that doctor. If he doesn't go, he's dead, right? He gets called by the, the, the bishop or whoever it is that's calling him. If he doesn't go, he's a dead man. 
So Mamish, he's going to go every time. We don't have to worry about him. We don't need to be Matir Sofo Mishum Klilasa. He's going to go. However, in contemporary medical community, that's the most remote idea in the world. Meaning, when I'm on call and somebody calls me, first of all, I don't find out if they're Jewish or not. I go in to save the life. I'm not thinking, and, and it could be that I'm, a, I'm an avarian on this. I'm just telling you, Metzias. I'm not saying the right thing. The right thing is to be a tzaddik and to have in mind the whole cheshbon of Kuram Nefesh. But I'm telling you, Metzias wise, mm-hmm. and I don't know that Rosh Hashanah would disagree with this. Metzias wise, it's not usually that way it is. And that a doctor is going to hesitate. And even more so on the other Chumrah that Rav Shechter mentions, which is Schar. Uh, that if you're being paid, you also don't get this hetter. Because you're being paid, of course you're not going to hesitate. So that's not true at all in Metzius. In other words, the Din might be true, the, the Svar behind the Din is true. But Lamaisa, I'm telling you right now, a doctor, now I'm talking about attending doctors, you know, doctors do well, Baruch Hashem, they do very well. One call is going to be a drop in the bucket. Their cheshbon about whether they should go in will be zero affected by that. Lamaisa. There might be exceptions. I don't know. But the people that I've spoken to and myself are not thinking ever about the amount of money we're going to get if we go in or don't go in. What we are thinking about is it's Friday night and I don't want to be spending the night in the, in the hospital. I want to. I want to be home with my family, so we need to eliminate. So I'm a big advocate for the for the straight reading of Hatirosov and Shum in the way Rav Shlomo Zalman presents it, which is Ayudei Amir Lanachri. Because even even Rav Moshe, by the way, who's Matir Daraisis, he said, if you can do it, the Amir Lanachri. It's almost as though Rav Moshe is telling you, only if you think you're going to need your car again should you use the Daraisa, right? Even he, even he who's making, but surely if you're going to be hesitant to go in and make a mistake and someone's going to suffer because you're worried about Shabbos, that we need to eliminate. Which brings to the Svara. That's the Svara here. The Svara here is that, um, and this is like Rebleich has a whole piece on this, and um, and uh, who else? Rav Herzog, and many other Achronim, right, and contemporary Rabbanim. When they want to make sense of this whole thing, it goes back to that Rav Moshe. What's a Suffolk Bikuch Nefesh? Right? Rav Yaakov Emdin is the most famous. He said, the Hagdara of Sakanis the Freshers was given over to Chazal. And they're able to apply it as broadly as they deem necessary. And here's where they deemed it very necessary. And I admire their foresight in doing it because I'm telling you myself, it is an Isayon for the most well-meaning doctors. It's so easy to rationalize a medical decision. And this Heter has done saved lives. I am positive that this center has saved many lives. All right. So that's the topic of return to Matsala. There are many other, oh, a very important, another side to it is a shift. Here's the one where there's a big difference between Eretz Yisrael and America based on the sociology. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Let's say it's really not your decision at all. And this is very common. You have a shift. You need to be in on Shabbos. So, but your shift ends. Your shift ends Friday night, or it ends Shabbos in the middle of the day. Can I leave? So, there's no material so from Shimtri Lassen there. 
So the psaq in America is no, you can't. You cannot leave. And that's the emistic psaq. Here, no one's making. But if you look at Shari Tzedek, the way Shari Tzedek runs is all the nurses and doctors, Jews and non-Jews, are picked up by a nochri and brought in and taken back home. How does that work? How does that have to work? So coming in, you guys know how it works. right? You might need to do Chazar on last week, but or, yet, or the other day. But that was Rav Shalmazam, etc. I don't have to be a matriarch myself to be in the hospital. I could be home and then Mishum Pikuach Nefesh, go in, says Rav Shalmazam, and that had to exist. But what about going back? There's no Sukkot Nefeshes anymore. There's no Heter Bechlau. So in America, no one really is matri this up front, but you'll see one exception in a second. But in Israel, they are, and I never understood how it could be. How could they let you go home? Even Al Yidei Amir What's the Heter? So what the Heter is, is sociologic to some degree, which is, again, it's the Hagdara Pikuach Nefesh. If, could you imagine if all the Jews that worked on Shabbos had to stay in the hospital? There'd be no nurses, there'd be no doctors. No one would want to do it. It's a very difficult thing to do. You know, most of the doctors and nurses are Jewish. It isn't like in America where we could just have not, you know, that's not an excuse, right? Not, the front people don't, even though it seems otherwise to some people, the front people are not the majority of doctors and nurses, right? They're a small drop in the bucket. But in Israel, there'd be the whole health system would break down. So I thought, you know, I always thought that was it. And I wasn't sure, but I saw Rav Nevensal actually says this, Beferish. I, I happen to be sauntering through uh, the Mishnah Burra and Rav Nevensal, and it's in the handout. You can see it. I, I, I won't read it, but he actually says this explanation that they were worried that they wouldn't have, they, he's talking about the nurses. There would be no nurses if there wasn't this heter. So what's the heter? Now, what about um, in America, do we ever use this hat there? Of a person who has a shift. So I told you, this guy calls me and he says, I have this shift that's going to be two out of every four Shabbosos. I'm on. So two out of every four Shabbosos, I have to be in the hospital and not be with my wife. So that's when I sent him to this posek. I was not going to paskin Lakula because as far as I knew, in America we're machmir. And the posek was making. I, ex- I asked him how I had to ask him, I go, I'd love to use this cooler. How on earth did you use it? So, so the way he said, well, the, the tzarch became a tzarch gadol because his own Shabbos and his whole Shabbos was killed 50% of the time. And he coupled that with Rav Shomel Zalman's heter that we spoke about. And that uh, the Amir al-Nachri, if the Nachri takes care of all the tzadim, so what's the Isra involved? What's the Isra involved in driving in a car? Passively. You're not driving. You're sitting there. It's Marasayan. That's all it is. So he felt that the compelling need of this... Now, you need big shoulders to give a hetero like this. But I just wanted you to be aware of it because there's some poor doctor one day is going to be asking you if he has to stay in the hospital every other Shabbos. And I want you to know that a hetero is out there. So you have to talk to your posik and be consistent. All right. End of topic. Any questions on that? We have 20 minutes to do now the rest. All right. 
Let's see how far we get. I'm going to pick and choose. All right, so we all know there are four classifications of Chola. Can I jump in quickly? Sure. You wanted to say that the difference between Rav Boshin and Rav Shlomo Zalman about staying in the hospital if you know you have a shift is that's a sociological difference between America versus Israel. But in terms of the issue of driving back, that's halachic It's not a sociological No, no, it's sociologic in the in the following sense. The only matir for the nurses to be going home from their shifts is the fact that the whole health system would break down. In America, the health system is not going to break down if a bunch of from doctors and nurses are stuck in the hospital. So what are we going to do? Someone will take our place. You know, in Israel, it's like like, uh, 75% of the doctors and nurses are Jewish or more. And you're dealing with a large percentage of people that won't want to do it. It's hard enough now to get people to do it in Israel. You know, they don't pay as well. (laughs) I hate to say it, but the part of the incentive in America is the pay is great. Everyone thought I was crazy when I made Aliyah. But, but you know, there's a reason I still work here a little. <laughs> but in Eretz Yisrael, you know, it's, I admire those doctors and nurses tremendously. They're L'Shem Shamayim. And there's limits. Because if they're going to be spending every other Shabbos in-house, that's going to, it's going to kill the system. It'll be all Arab doctors. That's what they, that's what, that's where this psaac comes from. That's sociological. It wouldn't happen in America. They would just like do without us. It, it was like what Rav Shechter said to me years ago. So don't be a doctor. Someone else will be a doctor. It's like the the Gra, the Vilna Gaon's father. Others will be doctors, not you, right? So anyway, so we have now these four categories. So um, I'm going to just focus on, there's so much to say about all of them. And now you begin to see why this takes a year to really do properly. Uh, and many, many uh, Shiran, but I'm going to try to hit you with things that are very, very common and important to Tehran to know about. And Chumras. So we deal, let's say, with Sokhanus Nefashos. Everybody knows Sokhanus Nefashos is Docha Daraisa. What constitutes Sokhanus Nefashos? What constitutes Suffolk Sokhanus Nefashos? How do we determine that? So most cases are obvious, but a lot of cases are not. Is there any Is there any limit to it? Is there any limit? I could create a scenario for anything. The way the Chazunish writes, he says, well, if we just open the floodgates, so we're going to say, you gotta, everyone's got to open their store on Shabbos. Why? Because someone's going to say, oh, no parnasa, sakanas nefashas. You know, like, so who drew the line first? The, the famous Chasm Sofer and Nod Behuda on autopsies, right? You're not allowed to do an autopsy unless so the first definition of what a sakana is, well, you minimally need the cholo lefanein. But comes along the chazanish, she says that's not enough. Because you can have scenarios where the sakana is lefanein, but the chol is not. Right? You know, the cholera epidemic is the famous example in the old days. Right? But now I can give you about 100 examples of really halachalmaisa problems in this area. They're all in the handout, but I'm going to give them to you. Where we don't have a sakana right now even exactly here, but it's going to get become one. I'll give you an example. Every Shabbos, somebody comes to my door, whether no different, here is no sociological different. Tinek and Beit Shemesh are the same. Some kids got a fever and they need their ears looked at. Or they're just complaining of an earache. 
do I have a heter to turn on my light, which is a daraisa, to turn on the incandescent light and look at the kid's ear? What do you think? So is this kid besakana? So yeah, I could come up with scenarios. There is a scenario of an of a otitis media, which is ear infection, becoming meningitis, and loalena. So how often does that happen? Not very often, but it does. All right. Where do you draw the line? So uh, another scenario. This is a problem. My wife and I have a debate over this every time I'm on call. So several times that I've been on call, my beeper has not worked, the thing they get me with, and they call my house. That's the backup. So when I'm on call and the phone rings, I want to pick it up. And my wife says, what are you, uh, Mahalo Shabbos, what are you doing? And she's arguing with me. I said, no, it's the kind of the I got to pick up the thing. Who's right? Right? Well, it depends. How often is that call going to be Sakanas the How do I, is there a number? Like, how do I know? Stitches. If I don't stitch up a wound, it could lead to an infection that's going to cause Sakanas the Is that enough to be Dochadaraisis? Stitching, kosher, tofer, those are Malachim's Daraisa. Am I allowed to do that? Do I, or do I have to wait till after Shabbos? Take my chances. All of these cases have in common this, and then, oh, the famous one, the famous argument between Rosh Hashanah and the Tzitzeliezer. Rosh Hashanah was told by somebody that if you leave the car running, it will explode. So, Mishum, he said, you could turn off the car. And the Tzitzeliezer thought that was ridiculous. He said, it's my mechanics told me it's not going to explode. It's just going to run out. So that's ridiculous. And then, and then the Tzitzelius said, I'll tell you another one. Can I study refuah on Shabbos? So that's, you're not supposed to. I mean, well, it's a whole discussion unto itself. But let's say we hold like uh, the Shittas of Machaber and the Rambam. You're not allowed to study refuah on Shabbos if you're, if you're not a doctor. You're just a medical student. Oh, but it's a kind of If I don't study, someone's going to die one day. So the Tzitzelius makes fun of that. But we, we need to define what is really the, the gather of, and this is probably the, the single, if I only get to one fact in this whole 22-page handout, this is Kedai to know. How do we define these kind of cases? Because these happen all the time. So the Tzitz and the Binyan Sion, Rebetner, have a tremendous Chumrah in this area. They say like this, it's true, but that's only true when you have if you don't have that's what they say. So in all those scenarios that I just told you, if rove times it's according to the you could be if not, not. You can treat it like a you could do that much they give. But wow, that is a tremendous chumrah. No doctor would ever treat a patient that way. To need rove to view it as sakana stafashos. I'll tell you right now. So a much better definition, the Fianis Daiti, is offered, and now they're together before they were cholik. Now they're together, Rav Shachter and Rav Shlomo Zalman. Beautiful, beautiful way of defining these scenarios. When the, when the Binyan Sion had discussed this issue, he brought in the sugya of Mishmarta Meldonav Shosecha. And he, he said it's analogous to putting you, the Isra of putting yourself besakana, right? Whatever you are allowed to put yourself besakana, 
you know, Kevin Dashi Rabbi Shorm Psalm Hashem, whatever you're allowed to put yourself in Sakana is not Sakana Stafashos. If you're not allowed to put yourself in Sakana, then uh, it's a Sakana and it's Dochashos. That's how he started. But how did he define that? He's, he defined it using Rove, which just blew me away. Rove. That's incredible. The Rav Al-Khanan Vasavin has all this on this, and others, and Rav Shalmo and Rav Shechter, they say differently. It's sort of the way Rav Tendler used to always talk about it is societal acceptance. That's the defining feature. What does that mean? And this is what I tell every doctor that I get to speak to about this issue. I say, the way you do it for yourself is you, you got to be honest with yourself, but you say to yourself, how bahal would this be on Tuesday? So for example, let's say parents have this dilemma. Kids like got uh, an earache. So how would you treat that on Tuesday? Would, would this be Sakonis the Fashos? You'd go running to the doctor? If yes. And that tells you something about their approach to it. But, the, but I, who knows a little more, I get to assess it medically, right? It's, it's often going to be the doctor's call. How would you, and that's what a rub should say to the doctor. No, so what do you think? You know, I'll give you a classic example, strep throat, right? Sore throat. The kid's got a sore throat. Do I need to get turn on and, and do an Isidar Isa? So I could tell you that strep can cause rheumatic fever, and cause sakanas uh, how, how? What's the truth about that? Many doctors say, don't treat strep too soon. Delay it, and you'll get a better response. Right? So I know that it's not an emergency. And I would not treat on Tuesday. I wouldn't go crazy over the strep throat on Tuesday. I wouldn't go crazy over the ear on Tuesday. I do go crazy on every day I'm on call and my phone rings. So I thought my wife was wrong and I was right. And I answered the phone when I'm on call. If I'm not on call and it's Shabbos and the phone rings, then I won't pick up the phone because then it's, uh, that's ridiculous. That's not, I, I wouldn't assume on any given day I'm not on call that someone's calling me with Sakanas Nafashas. But when I am on call, when I'm listed as the person to call, it went over that line for me. And it's a very subjective thing to some degree, but it's really the definition. Kevin Dashbi Ram Shem tells me, what am I allowed to do? What Sakanas am I allowed to enter? Am I allowed to ski? <laughs> am I allowed to smoke? Really, part of the so, so Rav Moshe wrote many years ago in Chuva about smoking. But now I think that psalm will be different because most people look at it as a sakana. But it's, it's a very useful tool. <clears throat> rove, I think, is excessive. If you wait for rove, people are going to be the sakana. So now if you can get around it with Amir al-Nakhri and just do a kalakal tlila, shalom al-Yisrael. But you got to be very careful. It gets us to another topic that we're not going to get to, which is um, the, the idea of a kalakal tchila altogether in the Zinyanim. And the machlok is machaber and ramah about whether you should try to do it bishino, you should try to do it al yudei nochri or not, like the machaber says and the rambam says. How do you put that into place? So there's a, there's a whole hierarchy of decisions you have to make. The last thing you could ever do is put a person b'sakana. I'm a, I'm a big Talmud of Rav Shalom on this. Rishama Zalman's uh, whole thrust in Hilcha Shabbos is very protective of people's neshamas. And, and others take more chances. There are actually poskin that will be the tzitz Eliezer was machmer and these shilas. He would say, until it's rove, you can't be machal Shabbos Dares. Any shilas, any questions on that topic?
All right. Uh, how much time? We have seven minutes. Anyone have a thing they want to discuss? An issue that they want to discuss in our seven minutes? Yeah, just, in, just in terms of the last issue about the subjectivity, do we go by the majority of doctors? Meaning 99.9% say, you know, ear infection is not a sick kind of, but you're the one doctor who says, meaning, so how do we... Well, an individual doctor who's going to be Machal Shabbos has to go with what he thinks is the MS. We're talking about people that are Shomer Torah Mitzvahs, right? Meaning, we're talking about somebody who's not looking just to be Machal Shabbos, right? If he's not a good doctor, and he, then he shouldn't be making the call altogether, right? But in, in other words, we're respecting your medical opinion and your intellectual honesty, because, you know, if somebody comes with an ingrown toenail, that's Rav Shachter's favorite example of the absurdity of hypochondria, right? So we don't, we don't listen to them. But by a doctor, we could say the same thing, right? If there's a doctor that the Rav sees is, is going against what he sees all the other doctors doing, it's going to be battle dietal so called. Oh, sooner that's the that's the rub's responsibility to correct that. The doctor Mitsido is gonna face his conscience, right? But a rub could say, Hey, what, what are you doing? You don't need to turn that light on yourself, right? You, you know, for the ear infection. First of all, you could use a mirror, you can have the cotton do it even better than you doing it, right? And at least do it Pashino or something. But you could wait till after. What would this what would you do with this kid on a Tuesday? Right. And if all the doctors say, I would wait, you know, I'm not saying ear infections, you got to be careful. But but, you know, each case is a case by case. And the doctor and the Rav need to be talking about these things. Rabbi Newberger used to use me all the time on Shabbos. Right. And I used to use him. It was a great education for me. It was Shemus. I got my Shemus doing medicine in Rabbanus. It was very nice. Um, I'll tell you where, though, um, it's interesting, a, a place where Rav Yashiv has a very interesting tzah. So this is just for very, very interesting things. In the list of things that are Sukhanas Lefashos, Chazal give us these things that you ask a doctor and they'll say, who's, who's a chutzpah doctor, let's say he doesn't respect Chazal or Aleinu. So he says, oh, they're crazy, right? The, it's the Gav Hayad, the Gav HaRegel, Bifnim, Minashinayim, all these kind of things that like you ask any doctor. <clears throat> they'll tell you no such kind of stuff. So what do we do? You had a topic. I think Rabbi Orlean did it, right? What happens when science and Chazal collide? This is one of the classic collisions, right? So it's a, it's a big discussion uh, in, in uh, many, many different postkin. The best is um, Rav Zilberstein comes out, you know, at the end and Rav Yashiv, quoting Rav Yashiv, that the bottom line is we go with Chazal, right? It's going to be something that Vashos but if the consensus medical opinion is the only place that will make an exception, if the consensus medical opinion is that a little tiny scratch on the back of my hand is not which it will be, then you cannot be Mahal Shabbos for that, despite what the Gemara says, right? Um, the other thing I think I, in, in, in regards to this issue that's uh, very important is fever. Fever is a major battleground between Rav Moshe Feinstein and the Tzitz Eliezer and Rav Pinchas Epstein. Where it's, it's like they're being a little sarcastic. You, you'll see in the, uh, in the handout, Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked to Shiloh uh, by somebody, you know, it says in Shin Chavches, Siv Zayin, I think, Vav Zayin, I don't remember which one. It says there's that you hit a home, it's automatic, uh, it's kind of stuff. You have a fever, it's kind of stuff. 
So he wants to know that couldn't be any fever, right? What's the level of fever? So Rav Moshe writes, oh, well, it depends. Here he goes, right? Here's Rav Moshe using the same rationale that we discussed a minute ago for Rav Shalom Zalman and Rav Shechta. He says, it depends on the person and their perception of the fever. If the chola thinks this fever is going to kill him, you got to take it very seriously. But if you want numbers, I'll give you. And he starts giving these low numbers, 101, 102. So the tzitzilies goes, you know, goes ballistic. I have to use that type of expression because he 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 writes like Cree. He said 101. Could you believe it? These Americans, they're so they're so mefunak. I don't know whatever he's thinking. But what's going on here? And and the Rapinchas Epstein also is uh, taking on Rav Moshe. How can he give such low numbers? So what's the MS? The MS here of Rav Zilberstein also comes up beautifully. Um, it goes like this. You ask a doctor, fever, the height, it is true that certain bad infections get very high fevers. But fever is a good thing. Fever per se is used by Kadosh Baruch Hu to treat infections, right? The only reason we treat fever is to make us feel better because it gives us a headache and it makes us feel miserable. And that's it makes the kid feel miserable. But the fever is actually working to fight the infection. So if you get 106, okay, that's already succumbed. But everyone, other fever is not. So the Tzitzeliezer and, and Rapinkel's Epstein, they were asking their doctors, the height of the fever itself, when is that dangerous? So the doctors are going to say what I just said. But Rav Moshe was talking real metzils. And here's the way you need to handle fever in, in your kehilos or tamidim or whoever's going to ask you. Fever is completely contextual. It depends on what's going on. If a person has lo'alenu COVID, I'm telling you right now, that's a sakana until proven otherwise. A fever that's associated with COVID, right? You got to know there are light cases and there are horrible cases. You can't fool around with COVID. You can't fool around with pneumonias. You can't fool around with certain appendicitis. Uh, uh, you know, appendicitis. It could have 101. So says Rav Moshe, that's what Rav Moshe was talking about. He was talking about the Balabatim, about the people. He said, they should be aware that any fever could be dangerous. If you're a doctor, you could say this is not dangerous. Otherwise, I would tell you, anytime a parent comes to you with this Shaila and Maisim B'choyom of Orlean and Yeshua, I'm sure you've encountered this. People ask on Shabbos, what should I do about the fever? You, you got to ascertain medically what the scenario. Now, if you're a doctor yourself, you're good to go. Otherwise, you get a doctor in the community involved. And that's what all Rabbanim that I've seen do. And find out the level of severity. And that will determine if it's Sakana Slavashas or not. Not the fever itself. So that's a very important use. All right. I'm sorry we didn't get to, we got to about 10% of what we could talk about. Maybe in some time in the future, I'm very happy to do it again. And, and take off on new material. There's all sorts of fascinating topics, fascinating subjects to discuss. But thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Um, and uh, I'll wait around if anyone has any questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Affel, just so you know, tonight in my shul, in honor of the shir that you gave us, I'm working on that sugar of Moshe against Rosalzan from last week's shir about doctors on uh, Shabbos. Oh, that's great. It's great. You prompted me to give a shir on it. Oh, excellent. I'm going to, you, I'm going to be on while you're talking. prepare now. Are you going to record it? I record it, yeah. I, I'll be embarrassed if you would listen to it, but yeah. No pressure. I'm going to listen. I can't wait. Very good. Okay. All right. Thank you.
Thank you. Yeah, I just had a quick, quick, quick question. Sure. Um, just, um, I know Rav Shechter is dasachet in this, but I just didn't, couldn't understand what his fire was, why a tiru of mishum tchilasam wouldn't apply to Friday afternoon. Ah, okay. Why, so, why, why bedafka is in our shops? I mean, you would think that it's I, a kosher king. Listen, you know, like that, right, we, you know, we, you know I'm not a bar hachi with Rav Shechter, but I, I happen to agree with you. I have a very difficult time with this. He's quoting Rav Eger also, but but I, I, I looked up the, he, he gives, when he discusses it, he gives a analogous case in the Mishnah Brewer by a machzor. What's the case? On Hotza on, on Yantiv is Aser if it's Shalol Tzarech Yantiv, right? We say, we say Mitoch, but it's not just Ochel Nevesh, it's got to be Tzarech Yantiv, some Simchus Yantiv, somehow. So I'm allowed to carry my machzor. Let's have a machzor sukkis for Shun, um, one, one of the machzorim. I'm allowed to carry it to Shu. I have this beautiful machzor. I love it. That's what I want to use. I'm allowed to carry it to Shul. Now I'm done. Can I bring it home? So the din is, if you brought it on Yantif, we really want you to have your Machsar and Shul, they apply to that case. However, the Mishamur says, if you were there before Yantif started and you had your Machsar in Shul, now we don't give you a tirasovan You can't take it home. So I say to myself, that's the raya. If that's the raya, I have a big problem because that case makes sense, right? In other words, you already got it in shul. There's no point of a tirasovan now, right? It started in shul, this thing, right? The machzor. So why do I have to be matter and that kind of case? So fun to bring it home. You, it was there. But that's not what happens on Friday to a doctor. I'm making the cheshbon. No, the guy with the machzor made no cheshbonos about taking his machzor to shul, not taking his machzor to shul. The machzor came to shul. It was in shul prior, prior to the time of Yantin. It was there. But the doctor on a Friday when he's making this decision is going to be thinking ahead and not necessarily stay like he should if he's not able to go home. And that's the svar of most of the Achron. So I think Tzarechim Gadol, I've, I've never really uh, spoken to Shechter about it because I'm afraid I don't want to lose my head. <laughs> but no, I think I got my head through it solid. I spoke to the post post game that I, I normally speak to, and they were very comfortable with the head. There, but but Rav Shechter is uh, clearly this way. Lemaisa. In, in other words, what you're trying to say is that he's clearly okay with the machzor being in shul, right? It's there from before Yantif, as opposed to here, he's making yeah, I mean, such he might, The only way I could see him explaining that case in the would be to say the guy won't take it before Yantif to shul if he knows that it'll be stuck in shul. In that sense, it's analogous. And maybe I got the scenario wrong. I have to look at the Mishnahburg again. I haven't looked in a while. But I remember that it struck me right away that there's a difference, but I could be remembering the case wrong, in which case, you know, I, I'm, I absolutely apologize. But th- so that has some rationale to it. But there's a big difference between a machzer and saving someone's life <laughs> and appropriately staying in it. So I, I, I you know, I'm very comfortable with the post game that uh, think differently on that case. And definitely on the money thing, and definitely on the nochri thing. 
all of those also are bichomers, very bichomers. I think um, Rav Shechter, Lefianius Laiti, wants, um, you know, less Jewish doctors and more Jewish uh, Talmidim, <laughs> uh, Rabbanim, which is probably 100% the way to go. Um, because, uh, you know, and, he, and, and, and I'll tell you the truth, and this, this is something Rav, Rav Shechter taught me many years ago, and really where Avram Sofer Avram was coming from is it, it's so easy in medicine, and I, and I found myself guilty of this, to fall into uh, habitual kulas legabe Shabbos. And it's wrong, right? You have to really be on your game. It's very hard to be an appropriately from physician. So many nisyamas, so many. And that's why those guys got demoralized by Rav Avram Zofar Avram. And, uh, and it's why Rav Shechter feels so strongly about these inyan. The Fianius type. That's my take. Thank you. All right. Can, can, Thank you. Thank you. Very nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.